Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Japan According to Akio, episode number nine. We got a really good episode in store for you.、Um, I think one that'll be a little bit enlightening, educational, if you will. We, I, I reversed the order of the show tonight and I did the Instagram post, well, kind of, a、uh, conversation, again, based, loosely based on the Instagram post.、Uh, we get into train culture in Japan in a bit more detail. Not so much the train system, but how, you know, what goes down when you ride the train here, some manners, you know, some suggestions. Things like that. Then we move on to an article a bit at the end of the show where I talk a bit about corporate culture in Japan, how hierarchy and、um, seniority plays a role in work life here, and the wall of pillows, you know, so what I call the wall of pillows. So, you know, listen to the end and you'll get a, a more detailed explanation of that. So,、uh, as always, I hope you enjoy it and thanks for listening. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome back. It's time, it's time for episode number nine of Japan According to Akio. Hey, how you doing? It's freaking cold outside tonight. Like,、um, I heard from one of my students today, this is the coldest day in October in recorded history in,、um, in Tokyo. Not sure if that's true, it's just secondhand information. But、um, speaking of cold, This is becoming like a regular thing now. Like, I'm just drinking beer on here, but I'm in my house. I'm chilling. So, I have another beer. This is probably rounding out my list of like top beers. I got one more beer I like, though, that I haven't shown you guys yet. This is one more beer I like. It's Ebis.、Um, premium Ebis, of course. I like to drink my shit. I like my shit premium.、Uh. So,、uh, <laughs> so, Yeah, actually, my, I didn't buy this. My mother in law bought it for me. She bought me a couple、um, from the supermarket the other day. She likes to kind of help me relax a little bit. So she was like, You got to take it easy. So,、um, you know, just when I was thinking, Oh, maybe I'll drink a beer while I record, I opened the fridge yesterday and I see two of these golden boys sitting up in there.、Um, I, I love the, if you can see this,、um, I love the like、uh, emblem. What is that? Uh, logo on Ebis.、Um, Ebis is also not, not, with, with, not without, without the Y. Ebis、uh, with an E is also a really chill area in central Tokyo. Really fashionable, really trendy. Used to hang out there a bit、um, about fuck, how long ago is that? I started going to Ebis about 2009, so about nine years ago. Damn, eight, 2017, shit, eight years ago. I used to hang out there, you know.、Um, it's more of a mature crowd than Shibuya. It's one stop away from Shibuya.、Um, but、uh, yeah, there's a lot more bars there, restaurants, a lot more upscale. Women go there for like shopping and lifestyle stuff like that. A lot more expensive area, but really chill.、Um, the food there is really nice.、Uh, the department store, stuff like that is really good. Nightlife there is better, is, is good as well. If you're into more like, you know, mature kind of. People, maybe meeting someone who's trying to get married if you're a dude on the hunt.、Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. So, of the same name, I'm gonna crack open this beer. 
Okay, and let's get into it. Cheers, or kampai, as the Japanese say. Mm. As always, let's talk about the format tonight. Uh, so, um, tonight we are going... Oh, shit, she's dripping, too. Um, it's all good. Um, tonight we're going to, of course, do an article from Japan Times, back to our usual format, uh, with the article related from Japan Times and an Instagram post. No questions again. Oh, snap, I just remembered. My cousin actually sent me something, an article, which I forgot to talk about. I gotta remember to talk about that on the next episode. Hmm. It's actually really interesting, too. So, right after I chose this, it just popped into my head. Sorry. Um, but I'll bring it up next time. You know, there's no rush. We're going to be here for a while. We can take it slow. We can get to know each other. Nice and slow. That That's not even how the song goes. It was, I was trying to sing Usher. <laughs> nice and slow. And it just came out nice and slow. <laughs> I haven't heard the song in years. So it just got slow. The cadence of it totally slipped my mind. But <laughs> whatever. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, so, like I said, you know, I want to get into things. Quick announcement, you know, this is going to come out before my trip. I'm taking my first vacation. Oh, my gosh, you have no idea. This is, like, big fucking news. I'm going on vacation um, the beginning of November, uh, and I'll be gone for about a week and a half, my wife and my son. I haven't taken, I haven't been in America in, like, four years. I'm going back to America like, you know, to visit my family, show my everyone, my son, you know, check that off the list, right? Introduce your son to your parents, everything. Um, and America's different, like a lot different. And I'm going to be really interested to see how it's changed. So just for this show and for this content, um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do while I'm gone. I'm my latest idea is I'm probably going to just try to record as much as I can and just like dump a whole bunch of shit like one day before I leave, like maybe three, if I can, four episodes at one time just before I leave or in a row just to like stock up. If you were me, I know you're not going to like space it out over the time I'm gone and you're just going to listen to like three or four episodes at the same time. If you're if you're listening, if you're a regular listener, thank you so much. Keep it up. Yay. Um, but... Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Just, as, you know, trying to, like, schedule stuff and all that. Like, I'm not that big. I'm not that big yet. So, you know, I think it's, it's just easiest for my life if I just, like, dump a whole bunch of stuff and say, here you guys go. And I'll holler at y'all in about, you know, a couple of weeks. So that's probably what might happen. Um, you know, I'm recording this. It was still, like, starting to get into late October. Uh, October, so you know i'm gonna have to make a decision soon what i need to do because we gotta start getting ready for this thing but um i'll keep you posted if you're watching this on youtube thanks a lot if you're listening to on, on itunes thanks a lot wherever you get soundcloud again thanks a lot facebook if you're watching thanks you just saw me do that <laughs> but you know whatever it is we're gonna keep this show rocking i'm really appreciate it i'm you know i'm really enjoying this outlet and i really hope it is good edutainment if you will educational and fun for you wherever you're getting it however you're getting it i'm trying to bring it to you you know the best way i can trying to get better i'm studying other podcasts I'm checking other content trying to figure out how to like 
get better at my shit, get my Rocky montage on, you know, so that I can like really become good at this and, um, you know, really become a voice for people living in Japan. I think that would be nice. I think that would be fun. You know, um, people come pro- coming to Japan, thinking about coming to Japan. You know, like I said, I wish I had this type of information before I stepped foot in this island. It would have saved me quite a few headaches, quite a few mishaps or awkward situations over the course of my few years so i'm all about you know sharing my fuck-ups with you so you don't fuck up like i fucked up (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um let's let's get into everything i heard the shower door open um downstairs that means like people are starting to you know settle in for the evening so i'm on the clock as always um so we're gonna get into it once again, as always, uh, from my Instagram post at A-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N. If you don't know, my YouTube page, I believe, is just Akil Watson. Um, my, whatchamacallit, my Facebook page is also Akil Watson, A-K-I-L W-A-T-S-O-N. If you just search Akil Watson YouTube, Akil Watson Facebook, I'm going to come up. Because um, there's not that many Akil Watsons, you know, so whatever anyway let, let's let's go through it man let, let's stop bullshitting around and, and get into something so tonight um i was on my way home on the train as i mentioned previously it's a really rainy i didn't mention it's rainy but it's cold and fucking rainy today so it was like a double whammy um but um the train was, was delayed the train sometimes you know i've, I've talked past how punctual the train is it does get delayed when there's rain and snow sometimes snow sometimes stops it especially on above line um rails like so that's something you might have to look out for and it throws a fucking wrench into every goddamn thing but um so today my train excuse me my train on the way back home was was delayed actually the train on going to work that i didn't know realize that the train line parallel kind of parallel to mine had um that runs semi-parallel to the one i ride um there was a fire on the train which doesn't normally happen but that was stopped i got to work totally cool but you know it kind of fucked up everything else for a lot of my students during the day but coming back home i think the rain and the cold kind of slowed everything down so when I got to like my main, you know, home stretch line, if you will, I take two trains to get to get back home. The main one is is a really major commuter line. It's called the Toyoko line. Um, it basically runs from Shibuya, you know, uh, actually past Shibuya. It, it changes to another line, um, which runs the slices fucking Ginsu knife through Katana through fucking central Tokyo all the way up north and all the way down through Shibuya all the way down into Yokohama um basically it's just like whoosh, you know right through the fucking middle of the motherfucker um but anyway so you know a lot of commuters people for example working in central Tokyo take that if because they live in the suburbs of Tokyo right you can just think of where any major city in America people work in the city commute you know to the suburbs similar shit Except everyone's on the fucking train. So, normally the train's fucking crowded and kind of packed, packed anyway. Um, 
I, which I can avoid during the morning time because I, can, I have control, complete control over my schedule. So after my son was born, I kind of shifted my schedule a little bit later because, you know, he's waking up at night and, you know, I'm waking up early and getting bottles. And, you know, my wife changes the diapers at night, but, you know, I'm getting bottles at like two o'clock in the morning. And he's crying. His pacifier is popping out. You, Paris, you know what, what we talk about. So the good, you know, plus when I come home at night, I'm doing this shit. So. Uh, until like one to two o'clock in the morning so um yeah so i changed my schedule so i get to avoid the morning rush hour but the evening rush hour gets me right so um you know i it's not too bad you know i i, I kind of avoid the express which eh, should i get yeah, okay fuck it i'll get into it um because one of the themes we're going to talk about is, is the train um Oh, I'm getting way the fuck off track. Nah, fuck it. We, you know what? There's no goddamn rules. I make the motherfucking rules in this shit. You know what we're going to do? We're going to reverse the fucking order tonight. How about that? We talking about Trent. Yeah, I'm going to give you some... Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. But... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making it up as I go. But... <laughs> but anyway, um, what I'm going to do... Tonight, since we're getting into this train conversation and everything, I'm going to do the Instagram post first. Ta-da! That's the ingenious idea I had because it kind of goes with the flow of what I'm going to do. And we'll do the article second. But basically, um, yeah, so we'll get to that train-themed Instagram post in a second. But I want to break down a little bit about some of the train lines and some of the trains that you'll see um, running here. So... Each train line has their own like labels for shit and the types of trains. So as a general rule, most of the train lines I run, I ride, if they have expresses, this is general, like mainly the Toyoko line is what I'm talking about. That's what I've generally ridden the most. Um, in my time, I say living in Japan, either the Meguro line, which is one of the ones that runs kind of semi-parallel to it, or the Toyoko line, I've, I've say I've ridden the most. Um, and which is probably one of the major commuter lines here into into central Tokyo. So I'm just going to use that as my trying to find a word, bobbing and weaving, trying to find a word, compass. I, I was trying to find something more, a little bit flashier, sexier than compass, but that's all I got. So anyway, um, as my compass, as my guide. So um, an easy way to think about the trains is that if, if a line does have uh, different types of trains, you know, you got a local train, Sometimes you'll have like a semi-express train, then you'll have an express train, then you'll have a limited express train, and then you might have a commuter um, express train as well. So, you know, basically, as you they kind of go up or go down in frequency, if you will, the 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 more express you go <laughs> the more express you go the less stations the train stops at generally like a commuter express will stop at the the least amount because it's trying to get motherfuckers into you know the center of the city as much as possible um and of course those mainly only run during rush hours morning and evening on weekdays so so hear my son okay no it's cool mm. but so um Generally for me, like I, you know, my station isn't on, isn't a commuter express station. Well, one of them I can get off at two. One of them is, but generally on rush hour, that shit's just way too fucking crowded, it's way too fucking packed. 
you might be asking why am I ranting about this is because I'm bringing this shit full circle, motherfuckers. <laughs> full circle, bitches. <laughs> anyway, um, because um, tonight, because of the rain, you know, the train was kind of delayed. So, norm- like, I rode a local train tonight, but it was f- because during rush hour, there, you know, the train doesn't run, excuse me, as frequently what happens is the platform gets fucking packed, you know, and you might think like the, normally the train's coming like every three minutes, every four minutes, maximum five, five during rush hour, one train or another is, is leaving basically. But you know, it was like a good, like seven, eight minute wait, which to you might be like four minutes, seven minutes. What the fuck is the difference? But think about it. If you got like a constant stream of motherfuckers, like entering the station, entering the platform, by the time, you know, eight minutes, pa- it's a huge difference. The amount of people, it could be like a few hundred people difference between um, a four minute wait and an eight, eight minute wait. No bullshit. So I was kind of surprised. Like I hadn't been like jam packed into a train in a while. So, I, you know, like I was like, oh shit, you know, how, you know, when the bell rings, like that, and this is what I wanted to get to. And why I chose my post, you know, my Instagram post is that I'm, I'm using as my inspiration. My muse is um, a picture I took on the train like a few months ago. Um, and I just like played with it of, of a sign on the train. But it used, I used it as kind of my guide for what to remind me of what I wanted to talk about tonight, which is this. So what happens is, um, yeah, like. You know, if you're on a crowded train in Tokyo, and I'm sure you've seen the pictures of people getting shoved in the trains and stuff like that. That doesn't happen so much anymore. I haven't seen people being shoved by the staff into it. I'm sure it happens on some type of line. Not so much shoved. Like, they do have people, like, trying to pull bags in there, but not really, like, push people in. But just make sure everything is, is there, sealed up tight, you know, on the outside. And, like... Yo, like what what ends up happening is like the train gets if you when you ride a, a packed train in Tokyo for the first time or first couple of times, you're gonna be like on a packed crowded train and it's people is crowded and you like ugh, you know, jammed up against some people and you're gonna be like, Okay, there's a bunch of people outside Give up, you guys. There's no more room in here. That's what you're going to think. Because every time I think the same fucking thing, right? I'm like, yo, there's no more room. Like, okay, that's about it. And then, like, there's the bell rings. And there's, like, this fucking kamikaze push onto the train where it's just, like, the fucking ocean. It's just, like, people just come. (laughs) I don't know how it happens, but... It's just like a jam of people come flooding even more into the train and everyone just gets like ugh, pushed into the train even more. So it's always amazing to me to see like how many people can fucking pack into the train. Like when that fucking bell hits, you know, <laughs> and there's always like one or two people that try and like sneak in like against the fucking door before they close you know some people make it some people don't sometimes you'll see some like person trying to rush rush and trying to find a place like trying to squeeze in it's just like a wall of humanity blocking them and it's just like fuck okay i can't get on this train so um now they're they're really getting kind of safety involved like so there's oh this is another thing i can talk about there's um how do I explain this? There's like a double gate, if you will. So, of course, you have the doors of the train and you have the platform. But what's happened in the past few years, they've built another um, 
kind of gate system um, blocking people from the platform. I would imagine it might be to cut down on suicides because, you know, in the past, like if someone wanted to commit suicide, all they'd have to do is like wait at the edge of the platform. And then when the train gets close, just fucking, you know, dive off. (laughs) If you just got idea, just did some crazy suicide move. Like (laughs) I amused myself with that one. Um, yeah, do some, like, suicide belly flop onto the train tracks, I guess. I've never seen anyone commit suicide here, thank goodness. Um, but, you know, I've seen trains affected by it. Yeah. But, yeah, if, I mean, if you stand at the edge of the platform and when the, com- the train comes, if you do, like, a cannonball onto the fucking tracks, like, you're dead. Basically, there's nothing else you can do. Um, nothing the train conductor can do because that motherfucker's going full speed. So, with these gates, you know, it's like a good... About chest high, I'm like six two. It's about chest high, stomach high, about four four feet tall gate, you know, meter meter and a half. I don't fucking know gate, maybe a meter meter and a half. I think gate um, that will that only opens that opens and closes with the train doors. So basically, you know, if you have to like climb over a mini a fence basically if you want to commit suicide and like the people can kind of see it coming and other people can see it coming so hopefully that'll cut down on train suicides i hope it has had an impact if i was going to commit suicide if i was like i know it would be a lot more difficult to do it with that wall in the goddamn way <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> so so um yeah, but because there's also that double door, it, for me, it's always scary, like, if, if someone's in the middle, because sometimes you see people trying to run for the train, and, like, those double gates close. I haven't seen someone get caught in between them yet, but um, sometimes, like, you know, I kind of am a little bit scared that's going to happen to me, you know. Uh, I'm sure there's some safety mechanism, and I think there's an emergency button in the middle there, but just, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, so tonight, you know, watching that, um, that scene of people, you know, trying to, getting flooded onto the train, I haven't seen that for a while, for like about a year or two, I haven't been in that situation for a while, so I was like, oh shit, oh yeah, I forgot about this, and I remember, you know, and so I also want to impart a few, you know, things, because they're, in that situation, I kind of had a few things that I remembered, oh yeah, I need to be conscious of this, 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 and this, which I also want to share with you about riding the train here in Tokyo. So, train molesters, yay. <laughs> Not yay, train molesters, but, you know, what I mean by that is chikan. I'm talking about chikan, which are people train molesters, basically people who grope, or train gropers, I think is a better word, um, who um, grope women on the train, you know, it's, it, I guess, it, you know, if, I don't know, hypothetically, if you were that type of person to Google those type of videos, you know, you might have come across some type of train-related Japanese adult-oriented video in the past somewhere in your travels from what I've heard. I know nothing about that world, but, <laughs> but, um, what, uh, anyway, that, that type of behavior isn't happened. I would say like, just from what I hear from students, you know, used to be more of an issue in the past, but you know, um, women are a lot stronger now. People speak up a lot more. People are a lot, a lot more aware of it. It doesn't happen as much but you know apparently i guess it still does happen you know so 
it, but also at, at the same time, this generation of men is, you know, a lot more aware and a little bit more paranoid about that shit as well. So, um, just again, I want to give some some value to you, some words of advice when you're on the train, especially a crowded train in Japan. So the the it might be a small thing, but it's a really big difference. Like if you're on the train and it's crowded, you might naturally put your hands down to your side and keep them low. But if you think your hands like right near a woman's ass, right? So if something does happen, for example, someone does like touch her or something like that if your hands are low you know she might accidentally think it's you you know and you might get in trouble for it so what you'll see guys do on the train kind of cleverly every guy kind of has their hands up like just like about chest length um chest about chest height you know or in clear visibility you're not going to keep your hands like low below hanging like how you would like normally if you're just standing there so either basically me too I either have something in my hand or grabbing a rail and or grabbing a rail right like you know normally I, have, I wear a messenger bag i'll have like one hand on the strap of my messenger bag maybe one hand on my phone one hand on my phone one hand up on like a handrail or something like that just both of my hands are in kind of clear view and you if you look around again i've, I've told you look around at what japanese people do it's really big clue as to how you should conduct yourself here you'll kind of notice that men do that, especially when you're around like high school girls, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, you don't, you know, like, argh. you know, actually a lot, a lot of times I've heard from men, they are really fearful of being accused of that. I'll tell you why. Because if you basically, um, from what I've heard and in, in, instances of, you know, um, accounts of in real life, that happened is if you're accused of you know being a chican or 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 you know groping a woman on the train of course like you're gonna be arrested and things like that but basically you're gonna lose your job you know your company is gonna fire you and if you think about it if you're a middle-aged japanese guy who you know um who's worked for the same company your whole life you got a family you got kids you got a mortgage like this is it for you you know, you know? like this is your only meal ticket for your family you're always like you've got one job don't fuck it up you know literally one job you know don't fuck it up so you throwing your whole life away by trying to grab a little piece of ass on the train pretty much you putting you've taken that into your hands you know what i'm saying if you're i've seen it in tv dramas and stuff like that the guy gets wrongfully accused of grabbing a girl on the bus and then he loses his job and he loses his family he gets divorced he's then he's like eating rice balls in a park you know talking about his sorrows like that shit really happens, you know. Like I, I remember a fucking story like years back. I thought that like I was like, wow, that's like really how deep this shit goes. Where like some dude, basically he got accused. I, I forgot where I read it. Maybe in Japan Times as well, or some other like gossip related thing. I don't know. I, I can't remember. But basically, this dude got accused of grabbing you know groping a, a girl on the train so i guess he get he get, get him off the train and, and you know they're like you know you're going down or whatever <laughs> you know you fucked up man <laughs> you know whatever they what they say to him or well, i don't know whatever so what happens is before the gates right this dude 
takes off run on the Yamanote line, takes off running, jumps onto the fucking like money train, like you know, if you if you remember that movie, like, you know, jumps onto the tracks, fucking hauls ass running into like the train fucking tracks, like in the tunnels and shit. And he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> and he gets away, but they had to like shut down the train system for like hours and try to hunt for this guy so they wouldn't run his ass over but of course he was just like he was a ghost he was gone so he was like fuck this shit i ain't losing my house but <laughs> you know the point is you know keep your hands up keep your hands up <laughs> so when you when you're on the train just so that you don't appear to be that creepy kind of foreign guy or get mixed up in any foolishness i'm not saying that happens i've never seen anything like that happen but again i'm just a very much a fan of when in rome do as the romans do if i see a bunch of japanese people doing that shit i do the same thing uh, years back i heard a student mention that that's what they do i started to like observe it that's what i see and now i just made it a habit of doing that uh, another thing seating um Let me see my time. Let me check my time. Okay, I'm, no, I'm gonna have to get through this really quickly. Um, yeah, seating uh, is uh, not such an important issue, to be honest with you. I, I was ah uh, no, it is, it is, it is. Let me let me take that back. Seating is an important issue that I should kind of get into because um, I've seen that if you okay, if you want to have good manners when you come to Japan do this if you don't give a fuck do whatever the fuck you want to do let me say that right but again taking you inside the mind of japanese people i don't think i think i've mentioned it before that my three kind of main motivators in japan were uh shame fear obligation right um obligation this is this is one of the um one of the the times on the train where it, where it kind of comes into a factor for people. So let, let's take an imaginary scenario. You got two people on the train, or you got an open seat on the train, right? What you might see happen is there's an open seat on the train. Two people want the seat. Now, for in America, if I want that motherfucking seat, I'm getting that motherfucking seat. I'm going for that shit. First thing, oop, seat open, I'm up in that motherfucker. You know, you know, first come, first serve. In Japan, you're kind of like. Um, oh no, no, shame is more shame. You know, you kind of have like a hesitation because you're, you know, don't want to be seen as rude. It's like, oh, dozo, dozo is kind of, or like, please, after you, even if it's the appearance of that, you know, in Japan, like that kind of one second hesitation to kind of like, you know, the person who's just like at the party, you know, at the family, um, at the family cookout who who who's just gonna snag the last piece of chicken you know <laughs> like you had two pieces of chicken already you're gonna eat a third one damn can everyone else have some chicken like that kind of thinking before that kind of kicks in you kind of leave a small window open to see if anyone's actually gonna go for the seat right and if a person's kind of closer or next to you or something like that you kind of concede to it it's like it's like a test of wills kind of i generally give like a one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi before i go for a seat you know what i'm saying and if i see someone like it's a funny if you watch the standoff it's a standoff of like manners it's a reverse standoff like oh shit you want the seat i'm not gonna take it you want the seat i'm not gonna take it you take the motherfucker i don't want it no no no. after you oh, okay i'll take it like it's kind of like that kind of but all of it goes down in like 2.5 seconds of like oh, 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 
okay. You know, like, it's a real unspoken... Again, everything is... Japan is a real high-context culture. People kind of... You get it. Like, and if you're a foreign person who kind of gets it, you know, people kind of give you the, okay, you got it. One more important thing, then we're going to move on to fucking um, uh, the article really quickly um, about seating. Really, really important thing is... It might be, seem like a small thing, but just be aware. It, you get so many cool points from the local people here. If you're sitting in a chair and there's two people standing, or for example, an empty seat next to you, for example, and if you got like, for example, okay, this is such an interesting Japanese thing, right? Like, let's say there's three chair, three seats, right? One, two, three. If you can't see me, you know, um, I'm imagining there's uh, three seats. I'm in the middle seat, right? The two ones next to me are empty, for example. And two people come onto the train, right? I'm, I'm imagining two Japanese girls because I'm thinking about Japanese girls. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, two Japanese girls come up, come up and they want to sit down, right? Now, um, if... They might, you know, it's a simple thing, but they're not one. They're not going to ask you to move over. Maybe in the West, you might ask a person to move over. It may be in the West, a person might say, fuck you. I'm sitting here. You know, I ain't moving over for shit. You might, that might be a reasonable response. You wouldn't really get that in Japan, but no one's really going to ask you to move over in the first place. Um, no one's going to sit down in that chair, you know, anyway, there might signal to you inadvertently in Japanese, like, oh, you sit down. No, 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 You sit down. No, 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 it's okay. And then, you know, and that's kind of your cue to move over, shift to the left or shift, slide to the left, slide to the right. I forgot the rest of the song. <laughs> okay, but that was cha-cha slide. I believe I'm dating myself again. You know, I haven't really been in America or been out since like that was like about at least 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago. Anyway. Um, yeah. Fuck. How long was the Shaja slide? I don't, I don't even remember. God damn. Anyway. Um, you know, so if you just if you slide, slide to the left, slide to the right. If you see people, a, pa- a group of people, a pair of people slide over like I kind of gave myself a little bonus point. I think yesterday morning on the train, I was like, damn, that's some next level Japanese manners shit. Fuck yeah, kill. Because like there, I was on the train and it was like a row of, um, it was two seats. Like, no, it was one seat free next to me and two seats free on my right. Right. One seat on my left, two seats on my right. But there's like on the line, I right, there's also like, there's little hand grips on top, and then there's some hand rails on the side, sporadically sprinkled around there that go all the way down, right? So, um, if you can imagine, there was like a hand grip, empty seat, me, two empty seats, another little hand grip, right? No, 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 no I'm sorry. Hand grip, empty seat, me, empty seat, hand grip rail, like going all the way up and down, right? And then another empty seat. So this husband and wife get on the train, right? They got their baby and they got, you know, some bags and stuff. Now, a rookie might, a a Japanese rookie, rookie motherfucker, (laughs) might think, oh, there's two seats next to them. So it's totally cool. They can sit down, right? 
But if you've been here long enough and you kind of like, again, you know, um, go into that kind of group mentality, this is how Jap- Japan kind of changes you, right? Before me, I might, like, before coming here, I might be like, okay, there's seats over there, they're cool. In Japan now, I'm looking at it like, oh, she has a baby and she has bags. She has those bags, that means she has to. Deal. If she sits in the seat next to me as is, she has to deal with that big bar getting in the way of her, her baby, the bags, and her husband. It's a lot easier for her if I slide over on the other side of that big, like, not big, that bar going running all the way down to the seat. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit more inconvenient for me, but it gives them, both of them, that more wide open space where they can eat more easily sit down and get up. Like, all that shit flashes through my head in, in one second. You know what I'm saying? So, before they even sit down, you know what I'm saying? I just give a little bow. I don't even give a bow. I just, like, don't even look at them. Just move over to the next seat. And then she's kind of like, oh, don't move, don't move. I think I told, you know, she's like, okay, you, I was like, fuck, man, Akil, that's that's some next level Japanese manner shit. God damn. You know, but those type of considerations after a while, like become second nature to you. Cause it's like, of course I want to do, I'm, you know, not even obligated. Like I'm yeah, kind of obligated, but not in a negative way. Like I want to make it as easy for her to sit down as I possibly can, even though I don't know her, I'll probably never see her again a day in my life. But that kind of group think really, you know, kicks in after a while. And I was kind of like surprised at myself after she, I didn't even realize what the fuck I did until like after I did it and she gave me a bow and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh shit. Damn. Like you've been in this country a while. Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, those are a few, um, I'm, I'm going to stop on that again. It's getting close to 10 o'clock for me. It's, it's almost time for me to go down. I still got to get to this article. We still got a bunch to do. I still got some more beer to drink. I'm just trying to drop some game on y'all. Sorry, I'm feeling myself. That's a little Akil, you know, <laughs> percolation. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, so those type of things you kind of notice. Um, all right, let, let me hurry up. I'm, again, I'm hearing movement downstairs, so I'm, my time is limited. This article is going to be really short. I wanted to get really deep into this, but again, um, I don't really think I'm going to have that much time just from the movement I hear downstairs. Um, Again, considering other people, man. Um, So, the article I have from Japan Times is Kobe Steel allegedly passes down how-to memos detailing deceptive practice for years. Now, this is... Honestly, I might even have to just break this up into something else because this is kind of a deep i'll I'll just try my best to wrap this up in like five minutes because we're we're coming up on 40 minutes anyway i'm going to try and wrap this up in like five minutes if i can um just give you a little sprinkles getting some sprinkles if you want more in-depth commentary by me questions for akil at gmail.com is the way to go or you can dm me at akil dot w-a-t-s-o-n that's akil dot watson Holla at your boy, and then like I'll go deeper into it. But for now, I'ma just kind of um, just stay on the surface level of it. What happened was again, I didn't even read the article. I can just read the headline, and from that, like I was gonna branch off um, as far as like company culture in Japan goes, and how you've heard me if you heard, if you listen to the Halloween episode, you've kind of heard how, about me talk a little bit how if there's no kind of direct responsibility, things kind of get covered up a bit. In corporate culture, I'm sure you've heard about the Olympus scandal that happened like several years way back. And there were a few scandals as well where, you know, large companies 
had um, discrepancies or fucked up shit going on in-house that went on for years. Um, I can't, just some other companies, Toshiba, I think is one that comes to mind. And just a little bit, I want to touch on that. Again, it's such a deep topic. I won't really get too deep into it, but just because, um, but just one, you know, from, if you want to read this article, you can read it. Like, you know, I don't even really know too much about this scandal, but I could just get a feel for what probably is going on. Um, just from it. But the main thing I wanted to leave you with, with related to this is the fact that is very interesting in Japan how hierarchy is a, is a very, very important thing, right? Rank is a very important thing. Seniority is a very important thing here. And my take on it is, again, like history, kind of, I've talked about it before. Japanese history is kind of like a thing that's really, it's really an interesting thing how shit kind of continued from medieval times and just kind of continued and continued and continued it evolved over time. Corporate culture for me is one another shoot off of that. Like in, the, in each industry is different from what I've seen so far. You know, um, food service industry is another one that really follows hardcore, like that rank hierarchy kind of thing. Bigger, larger companies follow that the same kind of way. IT industry is a little bit more, a little bit looser because it's a new kind of field. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, more startup companies have a bit more flexible approach, but you know, more traditional industries really is like, yo, boom, 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 top to motherfucking bottom. And another thing that ties into that is respect for your seniors or respect for people that have gone before you. And these kind of scandals that come out, specifically the Olympus one, me and my coworkers, we talked about it quite a bit in the past, like, that was really one example of how that chain of command gets kind of broken. Because if you do a little research on it, you know, if you type in just Olympic scandal, Olympus, sorry, the camera company scandal, you'll, it'll come up. What basically happened was Olympus was like, you know, a really, you know, big camera company. And they hired like a foreign president. And that dude wasn't getting no love. And, you know, he kind of uncovered a whole bunch of shady shit going on. And he just blew the whistle on the motherfucker. But, like, all the Japanese people I know were kind of pissed at him for blowing the whistle on the motherfucker. You know, not like the shit that happened. They're like, why did he blow the fucking whistle? You know. But that kind of speaks to a similar thing as far as um, Kobe Steel goes. Where the system of the company is much more important than the individual. So... Uh, sometimes, a lot of times, not not a lot of times, I won't say a lot of times, sometimes, because like every company is different, every person is different, but in some of these large companies, you know, that have been around like hundreds of hundreds of years, I've heard it described as it's like a ship. The main thing is the goal is not to get your rocks off, not to be a rock star, but to keep the ship afloat, right? A president will come and go for a few years, at best a few decades, but the company is around for centuries, right? Like, if you really think about it that way. So the job of the employees, the job of everyone there, they're kind of cogs to keep the motherfucker afloat. So if it, so, and also with that respect of your predecessors, the person that come before you, like, let's say some, some shit went down, you know, and it gets passed on to a new person and they're like, okay, this is kind of a fucked up situation, but just keep it quiet. 
you're not going to shit on your present predecessor. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? If you blow the whistle and you're like, yo, I don't know about this. This is kind of fucked up. That means you're basically, you know, you're basically snitching on the person who came before you. <laughs> you know, so people not really going to do that. So a lot of time, like sometimes, again, these things get kind of covered up and, and, and until they just get so big that they, you know, they just blows the fuck up. You know, like, and that's kind of what I'm guessing happened with, with Kobe Steel. Again, you know, I'm get I forgot again. I haven't really gotten too deep in the Toshiba thing. I think that's what happened with Toshiba as well. That's what happened with Olympus. Olympus was just, I think, a clearer example of that because the incoming president was non-Japanese, so he didn't play by those rules. He was like, "Yo, I'm the fucking president. I'm running this shit. Tell me, give me the fucking documents." And everyone's like. You know, you get the wall of pillows approach. Like, that's how I described it. And another, another little gem I'm going to drop on you, then I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I, you won't really get a, a direct no as a foreign person in Japan. No one's going to tell you, no, fuck you, fuck off. You don't got no right to do that. You'll get a, what I call a wall of pillows. There'll be no direct resistance where you can say, fuck you, I'm fighting you. Again, there's no one going to be responsible people going to turn their back on you or they're not even going to turn their back on you because even if someone turns their back on you you have a reason to kind of go at that person they're going to turn their side on you you know what i'm saying like they're going like not say no but you'll get a whole bunch of and you might think like if no matter how much you lay in a person like for example if, if you were the president of a company i can just put myself in his shoes it's like i want to see the records from the past 10 years then you'll get the accountant like mm, mm. like, fuck you I'm the president give me the fucking records mm, uh, let me talk to my manager mm. oh, what the fuck you mean I'm the fucking president give me the records then the man uh, let me call the manager manager comes mm. so no one's you know what I'm saying in in I imagine that's what happened until dude got so pissed off. He's just in his office boxed in like, fuck, no one's listening to me, you know, but no one will directly challenge you. You're the president. You're, you know, you're running the show. You're the foreign person. Yeah, but you won't get again. You're not with the group. You're an outsider. So no one's going to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go back, it all comes full circle, baby. It all comes full circle, baby. It's a fucking ecosystem. This shit's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, um, honestly, like, again, I'm, I'm, I gotta stop there for time, but we can get into it more in the future. I'm pretty sure we'll get into it more in the future because I imagine there'll be more and more of these scandals, especially as Japan's economy, you know, changes, develops, adapts, evolves. So, um, We'll get into it there. But if you want to read a little bit more about it, you know, Kobe, Kobe Steel allegedly passed down how-to memos detailing deceptive practice for years. You know, um, Google uh, Toshiba scandal, Google Olympus scandal. Um, again, I'm not like a scandal kind of reader kind of dude, so uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it. I just wanted to like explain a little bit of that and how it kind of relates to Japanese society as a whole. So I think that might be interesting for you, you know, just to understand the Japanese mentality. And again, like I talked about in my Halloween post, how when shit fucks up, you know, there's not one person directly responsible, so she can kind of get a little haywire. It's really interesting, like how deep it goes, like in in, in some of the 
other parts that happen under the surface in Japan. So with that, again, you know, again, I was a bit heavy on the train stuff, but I think, again, I think it's all good. I think it's all necessary. I think it's all important. Hopefully, if you're coming to work in Japan, it's whoever the fuck is listening to this somewhere in the future, you know, it's helpful. I really do. Um, I'm trying for you, dropping poetry on you because I love you. <laughs> but no, seriously, I do love you. Um, I love everyone listening to this, taking their time, and I appreciate you all. Um, thanks a lot. Let me get out of here. Again, I'm going on vacation soon. Um, you have no idea how happy I am to see my family back home. I love living in Japan, but one of the sore spots is not being close to my family, not being close to my roots. I'm kind of out here making my way, you know, in the ocean, exploring the wild unknown. And I'm bringing it to you live every goddamn week. <laughs> so, so with that, thanks again. Love you guys as always. And thanks for listening and or watching. Peace.